Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We finally get some clarification for a team that's had one of the strangest off-seasons in the league with players getting suspended, dudes apparently playing too many video games, and one hell of a gorgeous coach. I'm talking about the Arizona Cardinals. And joining us from Phoenix Sports is Cards beat reporter and writer Johnny Venerable. Joining us all insider calls are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or go to BetQL.com. Thanks for joining us this afternoon, Johnny. Before we get into the particular drama surrounding your Arizona Cardinals, uh, I've noticed that every player in NFL training camp is wearing extra padding around their helmets, and I'm assuming they're sensors. Can you shed any light on what they're studying and or what their working hypothesis is because we all know how delicately the NFL likes to treat the connection to head trauma. Yeah, I'm fairly certain it has something to do with safety. J.J. Watt called it, I think, a beehive on his head. And so you'll see it, I, I think, a lot with players that are closer to the line of scrimmage. Obviously, J.J. Watt playing defensive line. So uh, I would hope it has to do with player safety just because embarrassing a player like that for anything but is probably not worth it. <laughs> The safety condom. Yeah. I, exactly. A helmet condom, actually, exactly. technically. Exactly. That's their scientific name. But uh, Kyler Murray, uh, the quarterback, is entering his fourth season. If he was still in college, that's a senior year, and that comes with a lot of expectation, a lot of responsibility. Where do you think he is in his maturation process, not necessarily as a player, but as a leader? As a leader, I think he would admit, I think the team would admit that he has some growth to do. They want to see that growth. It comes with the expectation of signing a contract as robust as he did. And I think he will welcome it this year. I think he will take the necessary steps to get better in areas where he needs to be better. In-game communication, you know, week to week, really emphasizing Monday through Saturday, which is what's been in the news each of the past two or three days with this addendum and his contract. But uh, I think Kyler Murray, we have to remember, is only 25 years old. He has a little bit of a baseball player mentality, a little bit of an introvert. Not everybody can be Russell Wilson. And I think where he gets comped is to Russell because he's the closest thing, but they're two completely different people. I had the opportunity to cover Russell as a part of the NFC West. He's just a unique individual. And Kyler can gravitas the locker room and his teammates by just being Kyler. And they know having him under contract each and every Sunday, they drive to the stadium They're on the road. They have an opportunity to win. And I've seen a lot of guys play quarterback for the Cardinals that have immense leadership qualities that don't have the talent or the skill set. So uh, Michael Bidwell, president, owner, Steve Kime, the GM, and, of course, Cliff Kingsbury, they're banking on Kyler. 
being around guys like the aforementioned J.J. Watt, being around the James Connors of the world, DeAndre Hopkins, and that leadership maturation process grows in time. And, Johnny, I do want to ask you from a bigger perspective, uh, with all the drama and everything that's happened in this offseason leading up to this contract, and even today with that impromptu press conference that Kyler just had, uh, what's the sense around Phoenix and, I guess, the state of Arizona on how they feel about Kyler? I think if you loved Kyler before this, I think you're a staunch supporter, and I think the people who had serious question marks about Kyler Murray are digging in that he you know, needed to earn this contract can't be doing handouts. Uh, I get a lot of this on my Twitter. We miss the uh, ageless Larry Fitzgerald and, you know, how poetic he was at the podium. And I think it's the difference between, I, I guess, different generations. Kyler Murray almost has a little bit of an NBA mentality, NBA player mentality. And I think that works well with the young people. He's real. He's real in front of people. He's authentic. And older people want him, I think, to be a little bit more buttoned up. And in today's NFL, I think you can't have it both ways. Kyler Murray unquestionably is the most talented homegrown quarterback this franchise has ever had. Uh, To give you some context, they have not extended a homegrown drafted quarterback since Jake Plummer in December of 1998. Think about that. It's been a hot minute. My goodness. Jake Jake Plummer. And then they traded him away to the Denver Broncos. So this is territory for this franchise, for Michael Bidwell, the owner. So, like, I, you know, as a 34-year-old, I'm giving everybody grace. I'm giving Kyler grace. I'm giving the Cardinals grace. Like, they have never had to put together anything remotely this large of a contract. Everything had come through Larry Fitzgerald, I think, made $160, $180 in his career. That was the closest thing that we've seen to this. And this is just one signing of a check, and he gets $130 million guaranteed. So, I, I, I did not expect everybody to come out of this glowingly. Kyler and his agent, Eric Burkhart, came to the Cardinals, a little bit tone deaf after that Rams loss, that Rams no-show, if you will, as other people are alluding to it, and asked for a new contract. And the Cardinals literally had not been able to take a breath, their ownership, and they were like, this is not what we want to do right now. And then, of course, over the course of this, these last six months, they were able to get it done. And maybe it really wasn't the finances of it. Maybe it was all this other, you know, additional clauses protecting them from things like baseball, making sure off-season workouts were a priority. And Kyler, Kyler is Kyler. He's unique. He's the only player in history of the NFL to be drafted in the top 10 of baseball and the top 10 of the NFL. Um, and he spoke about it today. He's also 5'8", 5'9". He would not be in his position if he didn't put in the time off the field. Do they want to see him put more time in? Absolutely, and I think you will. I think we're going to get a motivated Kyler Murray in 2022, and that's a good thing for the Cardinals and their fans. It's almost like an echo chamber, which kind of overinflates the drama because maybe we just need to look more at the context, as you mentioned, just kind of how singular he is as a as a physical prospect. But then you also have to loop in like the savior complex that that organization probably has around him. Because I'm like, how much of this has to do with the chemistry within the organization? Perhaps some people, you know, leaking some information, maybe letting loose some some pieces of information to people that they know it's going to get blown up with, versus the expectation that comes with landing a number one quarterback. And then quickly assembling a Pro Bowl talent around him because I mean you mentioned Russell Wilson that w- that was kind of the plan get the team around him after you find your quarterback before his big deal kicks in and maybe you can win a Super Bowl. The Cardinals I can't emphasize this enough were almost an expansion level esque roster in 2019 when they drafted Kyler Murray they had just used a first round pick on Josh Rosen mm-hmm. they traded him for 80 cents on the dollar 
and that team was in a complete rebuild, and they admitted as much, and he has come and made this team relevant. He has improved them each of the first three years. You know, I love a lot of the younger quarterbacks in the NFL, the Lamars, the Josh Allens. They went to playoff teams, tailor-made rosters. You just mentioned Russell Wilson inherited the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch. I have immense respect for Kyler Murray coming into the Cardinal organization and making them competitive day one. They are in every football game because of Kyler Murray. And I don't think that gets talked about enough. I think the kind of impact he has on this organization is very parallel to what Cam Newton did with the Carolina Panthers once upon a time when Mm -hmm. they drafted him in 2012. They, They have more similarities than people think, not necessarily in their play style, but just, hey, here's a franchise that's not a blue blood organization. They're not the Steelers, the Packers, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. So then they get this commodity who was just college football royalty. His dad played quarterback. He was, um, you know, uh, Heisman winner, Final Four participant in Oklahoma, had, had everybody and anybody pulling at him, and the Cardinals get the rights to him. They, they pick him first overall, and kudos to them. They didn't have to. They could have gone with Nick Bosa, stayed the course with Josh Rosen. That would have been the wrong decision. So everybody took chances. They took chances on a 5'8", 5'9", quarterback, and, and Kyler Murray has taken a chance on the Cardinals. He's hitched his wagon to this team now. I'd always thought that, you know, he was kind of dating the Cardinals, so to speak, until a contract got signed because he always would float out the idea of maybe playing Major League Baseball. But in reality, I believe Kyler Murray was testing the Cardinals. Are we going to be competitive? In the dreaded NFC West, by the way, he's done all of this with the Niners going to Super Bowls and the Rams winning Super Bowls and the Seahawks being incredibly relevant in the playoffs every year. It's not like they're playing in the NFC East. And I love Dak Prescott, but I I watched Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott on the same field last year in week 17. The talent level is not close. And so I think everybody just needs to kind of take a deep breath. The Cardinals cannot wait for the season to start soon enough. They can put this offseason behind them. Now, the bad news is they have maybe the hardest schedule in the NFL. So we're going to find out pretty quickly, Kyler Murray, is he worth this money? Is he a top five to seven quarterback? I think if he gets them into the playoffs this year with the gauntlet of playing both your division and the AFC West, he will absolutely be deserving of, of this money. And, Johnny, before we get into kind of the rest of the team and the expectations, one thing I am curious, that I didn't even have in my notes, but as you were speaking, uh, so I'm from Cleveland and I'm a Browns fan, and the one thing with Baker that kind of put me off last year despite his performance was you could tell that there was a, a rift in the locker room and that the players didn't have his back and with all these things that we've heard in these leaks from front office uh, front office types in the Cardinals, do you get a sense that this team does support Kyler and wants to see him grow and, and let him be the guy to lead them to the promised land? Yeah, I think majority would say that Kyler Murray, number one, the most important thing, gives us the best chance to win. I think with Baker Mayfield, sometime his comments, his actions didn't um, outweigh his, his play on the field, right? And you can put up with a lot if a guy's putting up uh, big numbers, getting you yours, and, and putting up W's every Sunday. I do think Kyler Murray's genuinely liked in the Cardinal locker room. Um, he's not everybody's cup of tea nationally, but if he gets the buy-in of the 53, Cliff Kingsbury and he have a, have a tremendous rapport. As part of the reason Cliff Kingsbury was re-signed is the job that he and Kyler Murray have done here together. And it doesn't hurt. I mean, the Cardinals just went out and traded for Kyler Murray's best friend in Hollywood Browns. That's the person he's closest to the most outside of his immediate family. Cardinals brought him in. So uh, JJ He's got Watt, an owie, though, doesn't he? Is he going to be all right? He does. He's got a little hammy. He'll be fine. He's only missed three games in his NFL career. Um, Hollywood Brown, to me, not to get off subject, but is probably the least talked about player in the NFL that I think could have a, a monster kind of season 
because of the, the division and the conference he played in last and going to the past happy Cardinals, which Kingsbury said runs a lot of what he did at Oklahoma. I think, I think Hollywood Brown has 12, 1300 yards this year, probably the quietest you've Ooh. seen in the NFL. Um, just because DeAndre Hopkins is out, it's going to be he and Kyler Murray the first six games of the season. Then I think Hollywood Brown acclimated the offense is going to benefit from Hopkins taking away, you know, number one opposing corners. And uh, the Cardinals have, have had real trouble separating a receiver. Again, it's why I give Kyler Murray a ton of credit. If it's not, you know, somebody like DeAndre Hopkins, they have real issues. Christian Kirk got $20 million annually from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He never had a 1,000-yard season. would imagine he's got Kyler Murray in part to thank for that. So, um, again, J.J. Watt comes to his defense continually. Um, who knows? If, if there were ever an outheaval, upheaval of, you know, a mutiny against Kyler Murray from a player standpoint, it would have to be either when Kyler is done playing or a disgruntled ex-team member like somebody like Christian Kirk or Chase Edmonds or somebody like that that leaves the team that bashes him. And nothing like that has even remotely come close to happening yet. Well, at the very least, Hollywood's got the greatest last name in all the game. And so we know that it, there's going to be big things on his horizon. But let's talk a little bit more about the defense. There's a lot of questions surrounding the defensive line, and J.J. Watt is meant to provide some of those answers. But how likely would it be to see the Cardinals kind of supplement pressure with more blitzes with the likes of, I don't know, Buda Baker, who's an absolute athlete? Or will they rely uh, more heavily on their ability to cover in the secondary? Yeah, they, their, their strength is their back seven. Uh, they're going to play Isaiah Simmons, the former eighth overall pick, a lot at safety this year. They haven't come out and said that he's playing safety, but if you watch practice, they, they do not want to keep him close to the line of scrimmage because they feel like he can be a, an impact player that takes the ball away in the back seven. So expect that. Jalen Thompson is probably the most underrated safety in the NFL. He's going to call their defense. Their safety is going to call their defense. We're going to see a lot of nickel from them, and that leaves them susceptible to be run on. They were run on last year. They did not do a good job, especially after J.J. Watt went down. Um, their, their front seven could have some problems. Uh, they lose Chandler Jones. They did not replace him. They're trying to do kind of a mixed bag internally. They are banking on former 16th overall pick Zayvon Collins to, to be an impact and help alleviate some of that run concern. And then you just mentioned it. Like, J.J. Watt is the guy up front for the Cardinals, and I'm not sure that's the best way to go about it. Uh, when J.J., you know, he has an injury history. Yep. There, there are concerns with him staying healthy every year. If he goes down, that unit becomes incredibly average. They have tried. It's their big kind of uh, white whale is trying to find an impact defensive, disrupting defensive tackle for the first time since they let Calais Campbell leave. They haven't found him yet. They're probably going to have to do that next offseason. Good news for the Cardinals, and I'll say this about their defense. Like, they are opportunistic. They force a bunch of turnovers. When you have an offense that I think their floor is top 10, the defense does not have to be great. They, they can be 18th, 19th, 20th in the NFL uh, and just kind of play complimentary football. The problem is if they are a sieve against all of these Pro Bowl quarterbacks that they face and Kyler Murray is sitting on the sideline because he's watching his defense give up 12 to 13 play drives, that's, that's a problem. And Vance Joseph, a lot of pressure. Fourth-year defensive coordinator, Presumably, we think he got extended along with Kingsbury. That hasn't been formally announced yet. I would imagine, though, if the Cardinals are poor defensively this year, Vance Joseph you know, could be on the way out in 2023. And, Johnny, I promise you, for all the Raiders fans listening, we will take care of Chandler Jones yeah, here in Las you. Vegas. Um, <laughs> but big picture-wise, so 2020, halfway through the season, the Cardinals are 6-3. and three. They finish losing the last five out of seven and finish 8-8 eight and eight. to that last year. 
They're ten and two. They end up losing the last four out of five games, and obviously the performance against the Rams and all of that is building up with the pressure and everything with Kyler. Do you have confidence in this not happening again at the end of the season and them pushing through? No, I have to see it. And and Kingsbury, we've asked them up to times what's going to be different, and they're still trying to figure that out. If they knew what it was, if ownership knew what it was, they would take care of it. This is an issue that's followed Kingsbury dating back to his time at Texas Tech. A lot of people think they don't make the necessary adjustments. That would be probably the easiest thing to say. And then you couple that with a quarterback maybe that isn't as locked in at the end of the year from a steady standpoint when you're playing important winter month football games. Everybody's got to crank up their level of intensity. You know, this is somebody in Kyler Murray that will light you up and be the MVP front runner for the first 10 weeks, and then something happens. So everybody has to be better. Uh, I don't know if that changes this year. I know their schedule is absolutely brutal. I know if they start off slow, uh, it's, it's going to be difficult for this team then to rally in the months of November and December when Tampa's on their schedule, when New England's on their schedule, when Denver's on their schedule to rally into the postseason and, and get hot. So while I think they are, by the skin of their teeth, probably a playoff team, uh, they can't afford a slow start because we just can't trust them at the end of the year. Well, especially with the strength of schedule that you've mentioned as well. And, and it leads me to my final question here because there was an interdivisional arms race that was the NFC West last year, and it is the AFC West this year. Which team do you think in the AFC West do you think is best equipped to withstand the slugfest? Because there's plenty of talent, but I'm grasping more at the resiliency and balance and depth at rosters because injuries are going to happen. Yeah, I, I hate to do this to you guys. I watch Russell Wilson uh, kick our ass, kick the Cardinals' ass for the better part of a decade. He's a culture changer. That Denver Broncos team is tailor-made for a lengthy postseason run. I had an opportunity to, to get to know Nathaniel Hackett at the NFL Combine this past year. They have bought into him. Russell Wilson, to me, is the X factor. I think the Broncos win that division. I really? like the Raiders. Oh, Johnny. I picked them to finish uh, last. Johnny. Uh, no, I, I, you, you guys guys are doubting uh, Mr. 12 there and Ciara because they – all they do is win. They win every year, and he will get that team uh, playing its best football late in the season. Uh, I like the Raiders a lot. Devontae Adams, that was a, a tremendous trade. I think the Packers are really going to struggle. And I think Kansas City is going to struggle. I don't think you replace Tyreek Hill in the singular offseason. I think their defense has gotten worse. I think the Raiders are going to absolutely be in the playoff mix. I can't tr- trust anything as it relates to the Chargers because I have serious question marks about their head coach. Raiders, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be in the mix but they're not winning the division, in my opinion. Johnny, we're actually not allowed this week to talk about Russell Wilson because we had Larry Holder from The Athletic on last week, and apparently what we said about Russell got us in the Denver Post, so we can't say oh. anything about him. We're going to be featured in the next music video. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be featured featured in the Hate Montez, but to wrap this up. That's all right. Yeah, right, and to wrap this up, and obviously Kyler Murray's kind of been the, the focal point of this interview um, so my final question is, what can the Cardinals do to bring out the best in Kyler Murray this season? I, I think support him, which they already are. I think the offensive line needs to stay healthy for the duration of the season. Rodney Hudson uh, was all but retired in June. He has come back. You guys know the importance of somebody like that. Uh, and he had an up-and-down first year with the Cardinals. He had COVID. He had some injuries. They are a different team with Rodney Hudson snapping the football to Kyler Murray. Um, I I think Kyler Murray is going to put up his best statistical season to date. And I think Kyler Murray's 17-game start in the NFL is a playoff team. So 
as long as they can keep everybody else healthy around him offensively. Easier said than done, but I think it's realistic. Uh, they'll, they'll be fine. Cliff Kingsbury continues to have – he needs to evolve as a play caller, less horizontal, more vertical. Um, they have two tight ends of note for the first time in forever. Zach Hurts, who re-signed with the team in the offseason. They drafted Trey McBride. The draft's top tight end. They've got too many receivers of note, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, Antoine Wesley, Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, James Conner had 18 touchdowns last year. There is no excuse. This, this offense – should put up points at a premium, but uh, Kyler Murray has to take the next step, and I believe he will. There's no easy way out, but there's certainly easy first introductions. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today, uh, Johnny. Always good to have a storm slash story chaser who are right in the thick of the drama tornado. We hope we can have you on again soon, and uh, be well and stay hydrated because I know the sun is your enemy as well. It is, yeah. Thanks, guys. would love to come back anytime and take care. Absolutely. There he is from Phoenix Sports, as Cardinals beat writer, and reporter Johnny Venerable. Hopefully we have him week two because our home opener is against the Cardinals. Oh, but all, is it? Yes, uh, September 18th. But all insider calls are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or go to BetQL.com. Coming up, well, it's either going to be sports or it's going to be other things. But I guarantee you it's going to be fire. 1140 The Bet. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.